0: Breaking news! We've discovered the name of yet another of our mysterious funders, one Ari Nicholson. Who is Ari Nicholson? Well, well, a better question is who isn't Ari Nicholson? Our crack team of researchers i.e. me Yes, yes, our our crack team of researcher uh, has been trolling Google Images to try and find evidence of Ari's nefarious involvement in world events.
1: Now, let me just check my notes here. Now, given we have no idea of what Ari looks like, this has proven to be quite difficult, but the evidence is in. And I can confidently say that there is evidence of Ari being in the crowd surrounding JFK post his assassination by Lee Harvey Oswald, allegedly, lurking in the background of the Moscow trials, attending a guillotining during the French Revolution, and, this is quite possibly the most incriminating piece of evidence yet, I have a photo of him as one
0: of the assassins of the dictator Julius Caesar. A photo of the assassination of Julius Caesar? Yes. A photo from 23 BCE? Yes. Photo from before the invention of the camera and celluloid film? Yes. Well oh, that's amazing. I know! So
1: who is Ari Nicholson? He's a malcontent who appears to be thousands of years old. That's who.
0: And we salute you, Ari Nicholson, and also ask that you don't attend any events near us. Um, it seems that when you come, all hell breaks loose. Just like Julian Sands. Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy, brought to you today by Josh Addison and Dr. M. Dente. Hello, you're listening to The Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy, or are you? Is this, in fact, The Podcaster's Guide to 5G Technologies, featuring me, Josh Addison, and the world's foremost expert on everything to do with 5G, Dr. M. R. Extente.
1: See, I really thought you were going to do the watching... Sorry, listening or watching, given this is also a video podcast. It is a video podcast, yes. But no, you went in a completely different direction. It sure did. As am I, because I have breaking news. You do? I do. Oh. We have received an email which starts, Hi there, mm-hmm. my name, and I'm going to redact the name, because this person has not asked the their name be read out on the podcast. I'm the founder of, of Feedspot, which means you'll be able to work out who that is with absolute ease. I would like to personally congratulate you as your website, the podcasters' Guide to the Conspiracy, has been selected by our panelists as one of the top 35 conspiracy podcasts on the web. Goodness. I personally give you a high five and want to thank you for your contribution to this world. This is the most comprehensive list of top 35 conspiracy podcasts on the internet, and I'm omitted. I'm honoured, not honoured, honoured, exactly. to have you as part of this. We'd be grateful if you could help us spread the word by briefly mentioning about the top 35 conspiracy podcast lists in any of your upcoming posts. Not posts,
0: post, Post. Fair enough. Well, that's, um, that's certainly news. That's it's a thing that is. happened. I'm reading over your shoulder right now. That's there's that even isn't a photo. Actual, there's even a photo. Yep, that's a real thing. So, um... So yeah, have some free advertising, dude. From feedspot. Spot. Nice to know that we are among the top thirty-five conspiracy. In I have the looked world. at
1: the list, and yeah. there are podcasts I recognise on that list. So it's not just a random assortment of conspiracy podcasts. Sorry. There are legitimate comp, comp, competitors. I say comp, competitors. Yeah. Comp, competitors to our crown as the podcast about conspiracy theories originating from Aotearoa, New Zealand, which features an actual expert in conspiracy theories, one of the hosts, mm. of which I think we are, the, we are
0: the monarch. Could possibly we be are the, the premier best. in that particular yeah. category. But yes, we, we mentioned this at the start of last week's episode, how M had uh, contributed to an article for the spin-off for local, local site, all about 5G and the conspiracies. true, sure, I'm in. a 5G expert now. Apparently you are, yeah. Uh, and at the time, you so gosh, we should do an episode about 5G, shouldn't we? Which we're going to do now. And then at the end of that episode, or possibly during the bonus content, but after during, we the, like, bonus during the bonus episode content, we were like, what was that thing we said we were going to do an episode? Because we, we could, could not remember, remember at all that we had mentioned 35 mm. minutes earlier. But then we remembered, and now we're doing it. So it's everything true. works out.
1: We also asked our patrons to email us about what we forgot to do, and they didn't. Mm. But that's because I also put a tag at the end to say that we had remembered what it was So obviously our
0: our patrons
1: are the kind of people who listen right to Mm. the end You could also be one of those patrons
0: Yeah, so it's been in the news a bit the old 5g technologies and people's worries around it And where there are worries and new technology you often get conspiracy theories So um, I think we can justify talking about it for an episode. Shall we get to it? I think we should So 5G, not 4G, not 3G, not yet 6G, but 5G as the world's now most knowledgeable person when it comes to 5G technology. Why do we have so many Gs? I, I don't know. G stands for good, surely. So the more Gs, the better. So but 5G, 5G G technology is good good good, good,
1: good, 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 <laughs> good. For genitals. And five genitals might be considered by some to be either too many or not, not quite enough.
0: enough. You want an even number usually. But anyway. Depend on your kink. Yeah, no, that's true, that's true. Now, in this particular case, the G simply stands for generation, which is a little bit boring.
1: Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, it's also kind of a brand name, which makes it a really boring brand name. We're going to advertise a brand new way of transferring information from one part of the world to another using wireless technology. We need a snappy, snappy name. Uh, What should we call it? Well, we had second generation wireless technology. Yes. Then we had third generation wireless technology. Mm Mm-hmm. We had fourth-generation wireless technology. Mm Mm-hmm. So, quite obviously, let's call it Whippo-Snippo. No, we're going to call it 5G.
0: Yes. No, Fine. I mean, I was, I was actually mildly interested to find out in researching this that, the, that there was a first generation mobile network was the one they uh, first invented in the 1970s. Uh, the second generation came along in the 1990s and 2G networks gave, added support for text messaging. 3G networks... Um, was sort of the first time I think the phrase the the, the, the sort of G thing for the generations came up. Three G cellular um, networks let you use the internet over your phone. Four um, G is what most of us are on these days, which is basically faster internet over your phone. And five G is ha- has been rolled out in a few cities around the world, but in most places is is uh, imminent. Uh, and that's super fast internet, basically um, fiber like speeds over your cell phone. Yeah, so basically
1: it's low latency <coughs> wireless mm. internet so it reduces the overheads for data transfer which makes it so remarkably faster. Although going back to the point it's a brand name makes this interesting because it's not as if 5G is one suite of technologies or technological solutions. 5G is a brand name to a variety of different approaches to achieve the super fast internet on your phone or internet of devices thing. So the 5G you have in your country might actually differ in a kind of hardware level from 5G elsewhere, but the benefit is all 5G networks are meant to be in some way interoperable.
0: Mm. Yes, I mean, I know that in New Zealand one of our our, um, cell phone carriers, 2Degrees, has talked about they're going to be rolling out a 4.9G network. In other words, that's not what they're putting out isn't actually 5G technology, but it's just about the same, so they give it the funny little name. I remember things got a little bit fishy though, because you had the iPhone 3G, which was the first 3G iPhone, but it was also sort of the third generation of iPhones, I think. And then the next lot of iPhones were called fourth generation, although they weren't on 4G technology because that n- didn't exist yet. And I do remember a whole lot of cov- confusion around the uh, uh, when... 4G sort of became a, a marketing term. There was a lot of talk of 4G phones but sometimes that meant a phone that supported 4G networks and sometimes it meant the fourth generation of that kind of cell phone and everything got very confusing. Um, but that's neither here, nor there, neither here nor there because 5G is the thing.
1: It is. 5G is the word. 5G is the word. Now we're talking about 5G on a conspiracy theory podcast. That presumably means that people are concerned about mm. 5G. Josh, why are people concerned about 5G?
0: Well, I mean, it, it, it starts with fairly ordinary health concerns that you seem to get pretty much any time any new technology comes around. And kind of goes a little bit silly the further you look. Um, so initially, I mean, there, there are people who object to 5G in claiming that it poses some sort of a health risk. There are people who liken it to sort of tobacco and asbestos, that we're 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 rolling this stuff out without giving proper uh, care to the potential dangers, and in a few decades from now, we're all going to have brain cancer or something. Or evolved we... giant hairs. Mm. Um, so th- the specific claims are, uh, one is that it causes electromagnetic hypersensitivity, which is... A plot device in a plot in device the in reticle, p- Saul, p- yes. The,
1: yes, yeah.
0: So, I mean, electromagnetic hypersensitivity is is a thing, sort of, in that there are people who claim to suffer from it and do indeed experience um, adverse reactions to something or other, but it's not a medically recognised condition. It's not. thought to be sort of an example of the nocebo effect, the opposite of the placebo where people... Or a
1: psychosomatic mm, psychos- illness.
0: yeah. So in that... People who claim to suffer from um, EHS, electromagnetic hypersensitivity, when subjected to sort of blind trials and sort of, you know, put in front of a box that may or may not contain an electrical device that might set off their EHS, can't reliably detect it, basically. So um, these people do clearly suffer from something, you know, there are actual symptoms, but those symptoms don't appear to be caused by any sort of electromagnetic radiation. And then, yes, they're more along the lines of uh, uh, some sort of placebo or. Psychosomatic effect, Uh, but it goes on Um, It's supposedly 5G can cause EMR poisoning Where EMR is of course electromagnetic radiation
1: As opposed to some kind of new dance craze Mm, should be Yeah, so EMR poisoning apparently consists of Nosebleeds, headaches, eye pains, chest pains, nausea, fatigue, vomiting Uh, I always always say tinnitus, but it's really tinnitus, uh, isn't it? It does
0: say tinnitus
1: Dizziness flu-like symptoms, and cardiac pain. Self-sufferers of EMR poisoning also report a tight band around the head, pressure on the top of the head, short stabbing pains around the body, and
0: buzzing internal organs. Buzzing internal organs. (laughs) Too many bees, Joshua. (laughs) Too many bees. Too many bees. Um, So apart from the fact that that's such a broad range of symptoms, it could possibly be caused by just well yes wave. i mean it's it's the symptoms are so vague you should be expecting people generally
1: to be suffering those symptoms in a given area at any particular point in time nothing about that picks out a particular illness other than people get sick all the time yeah mm, mm. see I'm, I'm hip and down with the yeah, kids you're
0: entirely down
1: with all yeah. of the children i'm i'm, I'm so so cow mm.
0: Um, of course, the other thing is that uh, adverse physical symptoms to an oversaturation of, of, of electronic technology is essentially the black shakes from the film Johnny Mnemonic, which is a good film. Johnny Mnemonic is a good film. I don't care what you say. I don't care what anyone says. It's good. It's got. It's got Johnny. It's got Keanu Reeves, and everybody loves him now. It's got Dolph Lundgren as a freaking cyborg. It's got Udo Kier. It's got, it's got nanofilament thumbnails and it beat Takeshi. It's a good film and I don't know why everyone bags on it all the goddamn time. See, Leave Johnny Mnemonic alone. I have a feeling you've just blown the levels on this podcast so that good.
1: high that no one's going to hear good. your rant about Johnny Mnemonic, a perfectly adequate film. Great
0: film. Uh, anyway, apart from apart from giving us the black shakes, um, 5G technology, uh, of course it's going to give us all cancer. Um, you, you get numerous, can- you know, it's, it's radiation. Radiation gives you cancer. Simple as that. Or it, is it? We'll, we'll get well, to that I in mean, a minute. I mean, it um, is
1: true that radiation is correlated with cancer and certain radiations, at least certain parts of the spectrum, We've got causal pathways as to how they cause mm. particular types of cancer. But also, radiation is everywhere. Light you are is bathing radiation. in it yes. right
0: now. Yes. And then, then there's other talks. Supposedly, uh, early exposure to 5G will end up resulting in learning disabilities in children and so on. So, there, for, so, for starters, there's a bunch of health concerns. And yes, as you say, there are different kinds of radiation. Um, so uh, the radiation you get from say nuclear weapons yes that's known to be very cancerous X-rays can be cancerous that's why X-ray technicians go outside of the room and make you wear a lead apron and all that sort of stuff and why
1: X-rays are now comparatively short compared Mm. to X-ray imaging from say 20 or 30 years
0: ago um, but scientists generally draw a distinction between so-called ionizing radiation and non-ionizing radiation. So basically, ionizing radiation can, can ionize atoms. It can knock electrons off of atoms. Um, and when that happens to the atoms that make up the human body, it can end up damaging our DNA mm. and causing all sorts we of conditions. We use ionizing
1: radiation in microwaves. Mm because it's useful for heating yeah. things up which is literally causing damage to things but when we cook things we cause damage to cells anyway so it doesn't matter mm. although of course when microwaves became a thing everyone was concerned that eating microwave food would give you cancer mm. could you be taking those ionizing radiation, radiation mm. into your stomach lining and processing it through your
0: your slimes and visceral organs mm. Um but yes, so the sorts the 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 wavelengths used in cell phone technology are basically non-ionizing radiation. They simply don't have enough energy to be able to to damage your DNA basically. Which is
1: kind of evident by the fact that one of the problems with 5G is that the signal is so weak that it actually has a problem penetrating objects. Mm. So one of the issues they're going to have with 5G reception is you require more cell towers to basically blanket the envi- environment with a 5G signal you'll be able to get
0: inside your house. Mm. That's how weak the, the, that part of the spectrum is going to be. Yes, which of course then gets seized upon as, as another danger of them, the fact that these cell towers are going to be everywhere. We are going to be being bathed in 5G radiation from all the angles. Josh, you're bathing in it right now. Uh, well, we are bathing in it right now. You, even, even though it is nighttime where we are recording, we are bathed in electromagnetic radiation from these uh, lights around us, paid for by your patronage dollars. Thank you very much, patrons. Um, Although, I mean, my point was more... There's stuff going on in the
1: part of the spectrum we're thinking about using for 5G Mm. anyway. It's not that that part of the spectrum is empty of any noise whatsoever. There's stuff going on there. We're simply going to tap into it and make use of a part of the spectrum that we are not currently using for other tasks. Mm.
0: Uh, Now another point on the whole carcinogenic thing. Um, Apparently, the World Health Organization classes mobile devices as a class 2B carcinogen, which is something that people do pounce upon. Um, A class 2B carcinogen, though, is quite a broad topic. What are some of the things that are also a class 2B carcinogen? I was... Scrolling Scroll down to, to the particular point. Teleport- yeah, notes, I
1: know. It? It's a case of... Uh, it's just, uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, this is from Michelle Dickinson, also known as Nano Girl. It's reported in an article in the New Zealand Herald. Uh, to put into perspective, however, other items in the 2B category include coffee, pickles, and being a carpenter.
0: Mm. I think nickel was another one. Or well, Maybe they're confusing nickel with pickles. I don't know. Maybe just anything that rhymes with the word pickle is carcinogenic. Stickles,
1: nickels, fickles, plickles, mm. kickles,
0: exticles. That sound fairly carcinogenic to me. They do. But the point is, a 2B, yeah, so a 2B carcinogen is sort of, it's kind of along the lines of a thing that maybe could be carcinogenic. But we don't have any evidence that there is, or that maybe in massive exposure. But it's basically, true. If
1: you have a lot of carpenters, mm. you will get cancer. Yeah, that's why I try to limit my carpenters to one a
0: day. I wonder about th- those various foods that are mildly radioactive, like Brazil nuts and bananas. Is it? I wonder where they get classed. I mean. Apple
1: seeds are a, mm. are an interesting one. If you eat enough apple seeds, you will die. I apple seeds are very, very poisonous. Arsenic
0: or something. Yeah, yeah, but the
1: dosage you tend to have if you eat an apple whole is so low or have no effect. But if for some reason you were storing all your apple seeds in a jar over the course of a year, as one Japanese man did, and then you decide to eat the contents of that jar one day for reasons which we won't know, because said man is now dead, you will die. Ooh.
0: So I mean, apples are carcinogenic they are mildly very mildly um, so there's a whole bunch of health stuff there are some other, other concerns about 5G um, some people think 5G has been killing birds or bees or possibly even dogs bee dog birds? Mm, dogs that with bees in their mouths that when they bark they shoot bees
1: at you That is a weapon of war that would be quite Mm.
0: terrifying to say. Quite frankly, if 5G technology is harming them, I think that's a good thing.
1: It's true. The last thing you want is a a dog with a bee. Although
0: the only thing to stop a dog with a bee... Is a good guy with a dog with a bee. (laughs) Precisely. Yes. Um, So there's a bit of that. And that's been basically... There have been a couple of times when there have been mass bird deaths and people say 5G was to blame, although... We
1: we have talked about mass bird deaths of on, in recent notes have we, e- either in the Patreon about... episode or the news ep- episode you know, spontaneous bird deaths did we I don't
0: yeah. recall that you never recall any of the news segments that's probably true I do block them from my mind um, and it's not just killing the wildlife there's also it, it, it gets to the extent of 5G technology could be messing with the weather causing earthquakes basically all the stuff that they used to blame harp on um, Although, on, 5G. on the weather
1: front there is actually a legitimate concern about 5G which does relate to weather but not weather manipulation. Mm. Because it turns out that the part of the spectrum that we want to use for 5G transmission is also the part of the spectrum that meteorologists currently use for weather prediction. And so the concern is if you swamp that part of the spectrum with telecommunication data you make it quite difficult to engage in weather forecasting and given that the kind of weather forecasting we're looking at here is extreme events like hurricanes and the like Suddenly, you've got a system which kind of works to warn people about impending natural disaster that may not work because people are watching cat and dog videos online. And this is actually a really big fight that's going on in the States at the moment. So there's a a fight between the Federal Communications Commission under uh, Ajat Pai, who was appointed there by the Trump administration. And little organizations such as NASA and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration who are basically going, we need to actually work out which parts of the spectrum we're going to use and not give carte blanche permission that everyone use all of it because otherwise we lose very vital scientific data which is actually saving lives. And there is a concern that the FCC will allow anyone to use the 5G spectrum Because the Trump administration is very business focused, as is the FCC under Pi, and also the kind of weather forecasting that's going on there might also contribute to reporting about anthropogenic climate change, which the Trump administration would rather people not engage in. Mm. So there is a serious concern here, and there is a suspicion that there might be a bit of a
0: conspiracy going on as well. Mm. Ah, conspiracy. It's a good thing you mentioned that, because this is a podcast that talks about conspiracies and conspiracy theories. Really? It is. No, that's what we've been doing for the last five years. Oh, I thought it was all about pillow fighting. No, no, I thought it was, I thought it'd all been leading up to an excuse to me say that I like Johnny Mnemonic, but it turns out... So um, you're
1: saying that if I do this, it's not part of the podcast?
0: No, and it probably wouldn't be picked up by the microphone either, so this is... This is just some prime content for the video watchers there. Me being beaten in the head. You know, someone is going to extract us off YouTube, and it'll be serving somebody's disturbing sexual fetish. A la tickled by David Farrier. It's going to be um, one of the first going conspiracy my we at. Mm. my disturbing fetish as well. Oh well, there we go. Um, but no conspiracies and conspiracy theory. So um, we, so far, we've just been saying people are a bit scared of it, but then that immediately leads to sort of conspiracy theorizing. Where they will say that um, either. People know that the stuff is harmful, and yet they're actively seeking to ignore or cover up that fact, so that they can roll out their technology and make money off it. Um, or, I mean, one one thing that comes up a lot is uh, when, when I've sort of seen records of people protesting against five G technologies. The claim that's never been tested. The FCC is just chucking it out there, and so so in this case, it's not even that people do know that it's harmful. It's people don't care whether or not it's harmful. But either way, um, that amounts to the fact that people are um, choosing to ignore these these either known dangers or potential dangers uh, for the sake of making money. So that's that's one angle to it. But the thing is,
1: the reason I mean, so it might be true there hasn't been any longitudinal study of the effect of five G on the population. For the sheer fact that it's non ionizing radiation, so the also, it's
0: also non-ionizing. Oh, true, it, it it's could. true, it doesn't actually... We probably do want some iodizing radiation, because here in New Zealand, we, we are low in natural levels of iodine. So that's why I put, put a lot in of salt on my
1: phone. Mm. Yes, you're quite right, it's also non-ionising radiation. Uh, the, the iodine is actually irrelevant to this entire discussion. It is, completely. Scrap
0: it from the record. No more iodine.
1: So, so the fact that we know that it's not part of the electromagnetic spectrum, which causes harm to organic matter like ourselves means that we're quietly confident that, well, unless the laws of nature change, mm. it's actually perfectly safe to use. Now, people are concerned about the bee stuff in particular because we still don't quite know everything about the ways that bees communicate. So we're fairly sure it's all based on dancing. That's, that's actually true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there might be other things going on which there are, well, in the same way that birds use – Attraction towards the North or South Poles mm. as part of their navigational technology Technology is probably not the right no, word right. No, technique or sort of actually Going for it's possible that parts of the spectrum might be things which insects are sensitive to But it's not as if it's completely untested it's just that the kind of longitudinal testing that 5g opponents want hasn't been engaged in. No,
0: no <laughs> But um, yes, as you say, the the science would suggest that it's not going to be harmful to human beings at least. But um, that that does not uh, dissuade people. Now, interestingly enough, in looking at this, I see that there are not just um, conspiracy theories about 5G. There are also counter-conspiracy theories about anti-5G theories. And most of those come Seem to be conspiracy theories about Russia. Well, yes, that's the thing. So, so supposedly, um, RT America, RT is what Russian television is. It Russia it? Today, Russia Today America, which is a Russian TV station that broadcasts in America. It broadcasts right? or both or in Russia? Russia
1: and also has but a in branch in America. America. Well, no. So RT Russia is a Russian mm. language one. RT America is the English yep. language one. In the same respect, there's, B, there's B, BBC, BBC America. America. Mm. But I don't think there's any. I don't think there's a CBS UK or MSBC. UK. It seems no. a bit. Oh, it's only, it only goes other people who go to America to educate the unwashed masses.
0: Fair enough. But yes, so apparently, uh, f- for for at least a year now, starting in twenty eighteen, RT America um, has been leaning fairly heavily into anti five G content. They've been airing various articles and uh, uh, interviews with people all about the dangers of five G and how it's going to give us all cancer and so on, uh, which has led people to suggest that. A large component of 5G scaremongering is basically Russian disinformation. Um, so a fellow called Ryan Fox, um, who's the Chief Operating Officer of New Knowledge, a technology firm that tracks disinformation, has claimed um, it's economic warfare, Russia doesn't have a good 5G play so it tries to undermine and discredit ours. Uh, that from an article in the New York Times. Um, and it's pointed out that uh, within Russia, uh, apparently 5G technology is is actively promoted um, to the extent that supposedly there, there have been um, news articles in Russia saying that 5G is actively good for your health, um, that, that, that sort of you know, bathing yourself in 5G radiation is like good for your skin and re- rejuvenates you and all the sort of things they used to talk about um, uh, uh, radium when it first came out that caused mm. those people to get throat Back cancer. Back
1: in the days where they used to make radium energy drinks because it mm. glows, it's green, it contains energy it must be good must for be the good body for you. if you ingest it. Yes. The celebrities who endorsed
0: those drinks all died. Mm. Yes, so I mean it, so, so the claim there is that um, Russian companies are looking to to roll out 5G technologies, Chinese companies are looking to roll out 5G technologies and these companies' technologies would be Competing with American ones, and the, the the claim is that this is trying to sort of uh, possibly hobble the development of American technologies by by turning public opinion against it or something like that to allow the other countries' five G technologies to gain some sort of competitive advantage. Which, I mean, it sounds like something Russia would do? Question mark. Well, I mean, if it it's, is a situation a where mark.
1: Russia doesn't have the technological foundation. To run an effective 5G itself, or can't compete on the world stage for the deployment of 5G, then yes, you can imagine a kind of disinformation campaign to make 5G unattractive to people outside of Russia as well. Now, of course, what's interesting about this is the political aspect of the rollout of 5G, hmm. which has its own particular conspiracy oh, it does. theories. So you may be aware there's a bit of a tiff going on between the UK and the US at the moment about 5G technology because America would rather that... I'm going, I'm going to mispronounce the firm's name again because I want to go Huawei. Pretty much. Brilliant. Uh, I always go Huawei. No, of course, yes. that's wrong. Huawei. Uh, Huawei are a major Chinese firm which may or may not have connections to the ccp and they are promoting their 5g technology overseas so our country Aotearoa, new zealand has had a big debate as to whether Mm -hmm. we will use huawei 5g tech in our cell phone transmitters the uk has said they're going to and america has said but you but you can't, because all the intelligence stuff indicates that Huawei puts in backdoors, which will allow the Chinese government to snoop upon what you're doing. We would rather you installed American 5G technology, which has US backdoors, which allows us to snoop upon what you're what you're doing, which is basically the debate here. Which superpower is going to have access to your data to harvest. But there are conspiracy theories, Galore, not about 5G as a spectrum and the danger it poses, but who's producing the equipment and thus whose government is going to be able to use that data
0: for their own malign ends. Yes, and I mean this. This has also caused a fair bit of confusion um, in recent times, with people sort of saying, "Oh, can, can I can I have my Huawei cell phone? Then is it is it spying on me?" And it, so it's not the phones; it's specifically the the, the infrastructural technology uh, around a five G network. People are worried that. Um, that there could be that they could be in some way compromised, and so that all of your cell phone uh, data that's going through these networks could be, you know, monitored, and and who the hell knows what else. Um, But, yeah, as you say, it kind of comes down to uh, whose government do you want spying on you rather than avoiding it. And, yeah, so that's been the thing uh, certainly here. Um, There's been a fair bit of debate about whether or not um, we want Huawei to be supplying us with 5G technology. Last I heard, it might just depend on the networks. The, The various cell phone companies might You know, some will be using some technology and some others. Yeah, um, others
1: are saying, look, it's possible to ameliorate against backdoors in the tech by imposing other security layers on top of it. So basically prevent that information from ever being accessible to the actual repeater stations themselves which is basically part of the big debate as to whether we use the tech but we use things on top of it, whether we don't use the tech, whether we go for another country's tech because it's politically convenient. It all ends up being a big political issue Mm. in which there are conspiracy theories being thrown around by people in power to dissuade you of using other people who are in power and their technology. Mm.
0: Now one final point, Um, returning to the whole 5G is evil because it gives you cancer and kills baby birds, um, th- there is the question of why, why 5G? Um, we said, when we mentioned it before, we sort of said it's, it's kind of becoming the new 1080 poison in New Zealand, the issue that, that people who have some sort of beef with the government will, will bring up, um, it, it, like th- there's all the stuff about 5G and the dangers of it around. Why weren't people worried about 1 through 4G? Uh, but of course the reply to that is, well, well actually were they?
1: Yes, because people have been concerned about new technology since time immemorial. Cell phones cause cancer. Ooh. Radios cause cancer. Reading will cause a human's brain to overheat, which is why people shouldn't read particularly o- particularly often. New forms of technology, whether that be the printed page, radios, or cell phones, there is going to be a certain amount of scaremongering by people who are going, "But we don't know what happened."
0: if we use this for a long period of time. Mm. So yes, it does kind of seem like 5G is just the issue du jour, but the fact that all these technologies have existed previously is kind of a challenge when you're saying, okay, hang on, you're saying 5G is bad, but isn't it just the same technology we've had since the 1970s? So what's different about 5G? Um, And people do try to answer that, but it generally just sort of seems to be Oh, it's such a big jump. Uh, it's frequencies. Uh, th- th- there's there's um, so much more, so much more. But uh, because, as we said, the, so many more cell towers, there's going to be so much more of it. Because it's a, a much bigger jump from four G to five G in terms of the 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 um, br- uh, what is it bandwidths used and. Um, the, the claims that uh, the higher the frequency you get when it comes to radio frequencies, the higher frequency they are, the more damaging they are, uh, which I believe is actually the opposite, isn't it? The, the damaging ones, your x-rays and you know, oh, the, X-ray the low-moving low, ones. The, 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 yeah, the, the, high, the lower frequency ones, ones actually but,
1: bounce off things, which is why you need more cell phone towers.
0: Mm. So when it comes to people actually answering why, why is 5G a problem when previous cell phone networks haven't been, assuming they, they don't, believe that previous cell phone networks were a problem. Um, it's, it, it definitely comes down to a question of, of quantity rather than them being any sort of great qualitative difference. Uh, or maybe it's all Russian disinformation. Which is a possibility. I mean, mm. we actually can't
1: rule that out. Uh, We know that Russian disinformation is largely, when I say largely, is a significant contributing factor in the belief of ancient alien beliefs in the U.S. It turns out that a lot of the websites and twitter accounts that promote ancient alien ufology style beliefs are actually originating from russia which is leading some people to go this appears to be an attempt by particular parts of the russian infosec community to
0: make americans look stupid and it's working Mm -hmm. um so who knows? I mean yeah. there there could be I mean it, it, obviously it doesn't have to be one thing either. I mean as we say people have been freaking out over new technologies since new technologies have existed, so it could be um, the two working in tandem, it could be that Russian, what, what what do you call people who produce Russian disinformation? Disinformationists? Disinformation agents is the easiest way to phrase it. That'll do. Russian disinformation agents haven't saw this sort of groundswell coming and so then capitalised upon it, you know, there, there, there are plenty of possibilities. But either way, when you actually look at the science behind it, it does seem that these particular conspiracy theories uh, don't seem to have much to support them.
1: They do seem a bit suspicious, don't Mm. they? Just a wee bit suspicious.
0: So there we go. You've now been schooled in 5G technologies and their conspiracy theories by the most knowledgeable person on 5G technologies in the entire history of the human race, Dr. M.R. Extentive. I don't think I'm overselling you there.
1: No, definitely there's not going to be anyone responding to this podcast
0: or YouTube video with things that we got wrong. No, it's inconceivable that there would be. And of course, the fact that you have listened to slash watched this episode of this podcast means that now you also uh, partake in this expertise and can probably consider yourselves among the leading experts in 5G technology throughout the world. We have damned the entire Mm. human race. Are you saying that we were 5G technology all along?
1: No. Johnny Mnemonic was 5G technology.
0: And 5G technology is awesome. That's all I'm going to say. So (laughs) Dolph Lundgren is the Russian threat to 5G. Yeah. Well, he was the Russian threat to Rocky, so why not? Yeah, precisely. Mm. Uh, So, um, enough... Oh, actually, I, I missed a pop culture reference before as well because, I, sorry, I, I have to bring this in. Uh, we, we forgot to mention this earlier. Um, one of the things I was reading about the dangers of 5G technology talked about the fact that because 5G technology allows such faster, low-latency um, internet communication, um, it's not just people on their cell phones. Lots more devices will be able to talk to like each other Like your vibrator. things and what have you. Like your vibrator, perhaps, if you've got one of those. Um, and if you haven't, why haven't? Yeah. And uh, which which caused people to say, also, oh, all the machines are going to start talking to each other, Skynet, anyone? So I figured, if, if we're going to have Johnny mnemonic references, we better get a Terminator one. In 5G well, technology, so. just in
1: time for Terminator Dark Fate.
0: Mm. Not sure how I feel about that. We'll no, I must what
1: I'm I'm very very confused by it. Mm. In part because I because James James Cameron is making five more Avatar films. Mm. And he's a producer in Dark Fate. Okay, so someone who's decided to make five Avatar films is not someone who's making good life decisions. No,
0: no, I don't think so. That said, I didn't hate Genesis. Like, it wasn't a good film, but it was much better than it should have been by all rights. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it should have no, been an I'm, utter car I, wreck, I'm just trying to go... And it said it was just stupid fun. It's... It it was, but it was so
1: stupid. Well, So, so stupid. Unlike the patron bonus content, which is coming up after the break. Yes, we'll be talking about the whale oil saga, which... We kind of put a full stop on last week, but we've actually got not one. Turned out not to be the full stop, it
0: turned out to be the first dot in in an ellipsis, which means
1: it's going to keep on going forever and ever. Almost certainly. As I feared. So, yes, we have two updates on the whole whale. whale, So, whale ogre saga, which is kind of appropriate given Cam Slater, but Mm. no, the whale oil saga. uh, Which also means there's going to be a quick review of. Just call some some slightly noisy of this particular volume here, Whale Oil by Margie Thompson, which is a fairly interesting Mm. rave. For our podcast listeners, Dr.
0: Dent is holding that book directly in front of the camera. It's a physical artifact possessed by the two of us. Well, possessed by you, really, but... Actually, I don't because belong. it,
1: it, it belongs to my brother Lawrence. Oh, well, well, actually, it no, doesn't, doesn't even belong to him. It's borrowed from a friend down in Wellington.
0: Well, there we go. Position is an intangible concept. It's and... very
1: well-traveled. Mm. So there'll be a quick review of that. And finally, we'll be talking about Jeffrey Epstein's plan to create superhumans, which includes in it, and I quote, Mr. Epstein told someone he wanted his head and penis to be frozen.
0: Well, we've all felt that way one way. At one time or another, I suppose. Indeed, you have. Mm.
1: Indeed, you have.
0: So, um, that's all I think we have for this particular episode. Um, so we're going to we're going to stop recording and then start recording the new patron bonus episode, uh, which all of our new patron bonus listeners can bonusly listen to. That's an adjective, an adverb, I assume. Um, the rest of you, uh, thanks for listening anyway. If you want to become a patron, please do. But if you don't, you know, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. just continue living. You your, do you. You live your life. The lives that you live that don't have patron mm. bonus episodes mm. in them. Uh, but to all of you in general, uh, goodbye and good night. Goodbye and good night. Mm. <laughs>
1: been listening to the podcaster's guide to the conspiracy starring Josh Addison and Dr. M.R. Extended which is written researched, recorded and produced by Josh and M. You can support the podcast by becoming a patron via its Podbean or Patreon campaigns and if you need to get in contact with either Josh or M you can email them at podcastconspiracy at gmail.com or check their Twitter accounts Mikey Fluids and Conspiracism. Remember, remember, oh, December was a night.